Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. As Rory's just beginning, our adventure never ends. The saga of the heroes that they call the Dragon Friends. The rain is heavy and carries the sting of salt in it as you make your way out of the ship line. You are escorting Janos Mir, the beggar king of Waterdeep, away from the docks and to the safety of his sewer home. Janos paid you to ensure his safety tonight, and the black barbed crossbow bolt lodged below his shoulder is proof that you could have done a better job of it. But the fact that he is alive at all means something, and bizarrely, the beggar king seems to be in a good mood. Oh, this is great. <laughs> Just like old times, you're there, you're there, got an arrow in my shoulder. I think I'm dying. <laughs> the ambush tonight means that the grim animosity between Janus's organization and the Shipwrights Guild has finally tipped over into outright war. That the Shipwrights would be this bold means that they must have found powerful and wealthy new friends, and copper pieces to platinum say that those new friends would be found in Waterdeep's newest guild, the House of the Artificers. You guys remember that house? Robots. Yeah, I mean... I. That just doesn't... I, I hate that word. I think we had this conversation uh, last time. Robots? That's it. Robots. Robots. Is that, is that Janos? Robots. <laughs> uh, it's all going hazy. I'm saying all the words I know. Robots. Swords. Pants. Arrow. Filch! <laughs> you managed to get Janos um, back to his hideout beneath the city, but not before he has lost a lot of blood and has started ranting, apparently. With Janus's primary healer, Clodric, still missing, there is no one to immediately treat him. So it is decided that it, he needs to be taken to one of the city's temples. So Filge and Bobby, you take him to the only temple that you know. Um, just, out, just outside the guild's entrance inside the cities, where you are greeted at the door by a high elf wearing four pairs of sunglasses and a baker's costume. <laughs> Hey, Frizo! Hey, wow, he's really hurt. Oh, yeah. Look at this. And then he wiggles the arrow and more blood comes oh. out. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, how he do it. <laughs> well, well, well. Looks like I have something you want. <laughs> which is... The Temple of Mister is, of course, a charitable organisation, but go access on. Access to this charitable temple. <laughs> and uh, you have something I want, which is that arrow. <laughs> Oh, you drive a hard bargain, you big wizard. Yeah, I accept your terms. Excellent. <laughs> I will bring you in as I have the authority to do. And having brought you in here, healers, come and heal this man. Frizo claps his hand twice and two rather irritated uh, temple acolytes appear. Okay, you, like, you know it's my break. You know, this is my downtime when I sit there and I think, like, oh, what could I do? Maybe I could read a book or do some study. Like, this, this is Hans' time. What is this, Downtime Abbey? 
That got a, a mixture. That was of... a groan followed by a sympathy laugh. <laughs> and then, like, Hans just stares at you, and then he's like, Oh, wait! That's quite funny. Okay, let's get him patched up. They whisk Janos away, but before he goes, he has one last lucid moment, and he grips Bobby's shoulder. Ow! Bobby! Ow! You saved my life, man. Sorry, can I just stop? Is that Bobby's... What is that? Oh, it's a cat in the background. No, he's gripping <laughs> my shoulder so hard. Oh, no, but is that, is that Bobby's voice now? Is that... No, he just... Ow! He got hurt. All right, all right, all right. I grip your shoulder. What? I grip your shoulder. Ow! <laughs> it's like Earthworm Jim. <laughs> so are we both gripping Bobby's yeah, shoulder? So I'm just doing it because I like the noise that it makes. <laughs> Bobby, you saved my life. Ow! <laughs> Come here. You've always been like a son to me, Bobby. Ow. <laughs> I'm sorry about all the names I called you. Bobby shit dick. Ow. Bobby shit lies. Ow. Bob, Bobby, Bobby handshakes. <laughs> I've not got much time, Bobby. You've done me many a great service. Now it's my opportunity to do one for you. You've been on the run for a murder you didn't commit. There's a lady, she's a grand inquisitor, and I know where she is. If you find her, maybe you could convince her to clear your name. <coughs> Janos. No, I'm fine. I've oh, just okay. got... It's, a, it's, a, it's an unrelated ailment. She's <laughs> 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 got sort of a cough before the fight. Hans, and what's your diagnosis of this? Okay, he's got like an arrow in his shoulder and he's got like the sniffles. <laughs> <laughs> and like if I'm thinking, I treat the arrow first. And Zen's a sniffles. Yeah, that's it. Hans like is an expert priority. of triage. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Dr. ABC, danger, resp- Yeah, I treat the. Yeah, good. <laughs> Dr. Arrow. Dr. Danger. Arrow. Arrow. B- big cough. <laughs> so he's got the arrow and then the big cough. So I treat the arrow first. <laughs> anyway, now, listen. <laughs> I was not, was not aware that everyone else was still in the room. <laughs> There's going to be a meeting, a meeting tonight of a shady cult that I can only hint at the possibilities of their power and water deep. It goes well beyond my petty station, but I know where they're meeting and I know how you can get in. Go to the sewers, see my quartermaster. He'll tell you what to do. And then he falls asleep and he's like... (laughs) Janos is already being dragged into the inner cloisters of the temple where presumably he will receive the treatment that befits a man of his station okay. and power. Before that, can we go through his pockets? <laughs> you can try Hans and Hans's friend Ulrich yeah. uh, are still there. Hans, do you want to take a break for a bit? Oh my goodness, I do. <laughs> okay. Thank you, you. Come you on, Ulrich. Finish your, finish your cigarettes uh-huh. and mm-hmm. I will mind this body for a bit. It's a filthy habit. <laughs> Leads to a lot of BC. That is That's a- big coughing. <laughs> okay. okay, convincing Hans to leave the passed out beggar king of Waterdeep at the foot door of the temple is definitely a bluff test. I'm going to call it a challenging bluff test. Right. So that is DC 15. Uh, 17. Nailed it. All right. Um, so what do I find in his pockets, DM? Hans leaves, and inside... Well, you can take the arrow that you looked, that you had your eye on for a start. It's all, Are we taking it out right now? Uh, yeah, I'm breaking it off. <laughs> that's, what? If you break it off, it'll be much harder for the normal. All right, I'll rip it out then. I think in many ways that's worse. 
I think in many ways that's worse. <laughs> You're asleep. Uh, inside, oh. his po- inside his pockets, you find 2d6 gold pieces. You find 11 gold pieces. Excellent. And you also find a tin whistle that looks to be of extreme sentimental but trivial financial value. I take them both. All right. <laughs> All right, I, as you, you as can write Tin Whistle with Love Your Father inscribed on it. And as you leave the temple, you hear like a croak from him being like, you're going to be okay, Janos. You've got your lucky whistle. And then you hear like, like as he's patting, you go, no! And even the birds sort of unruffled that are sitting on top of the temple uh, by the sound of agony that comes out of this grown man's chest. You, having killed another person's dreams, make your way down to meet the quartermaster, presumably, or are you yeah. Gonna, yep, head you on, head on down. Yeah. All right, the four of you for Dilge, you still have nothing better to do. Yeah, <laughs> Dilge just happy to be out of the house. For those that missed this last year, uh, last month, of course, Dilge is Filge's half brother, the big city half orc, who is showing them about town. So there's a picture of him. The four of you make your way down into the court of the Beggar King, the first place that you arrived in Waterdeep, and a bustling... Get your way! Hats! Hats, hats, hats! Don't do it again. We Finest do. bread in all of Waterdeep! <laughs> I swear to God! Uh, Rye bread! A place that we have been many times before. Making your way into the building, you find yourselves in the quartermastery of the Beggar King, a place... Um, which is ruled over by a surprisingly litigious goblin who you have recognised. And he, and he looks up and he's like, Oh, fuck! <laughs> and he like kind of just shrinks. Is in. that little Gribblos? <laughs> Gribble! Gibgob! Gladclue! Gribbins! Little Glabberblue! Okay, it's Gribbins and it's actually Gribbits, but... Gribble Grabgoo! Oh, my God, I didn't think I'd ever see you guys again. I thought you'd left. Well, what do you mean you thought we'd left? You left us to try and get through the gates by ourselves without our lawyer's help. Yeah, well... You were sworn to protect us no, by I us. I wasn't. Look, um, oh, okay, it's you guys. He said some people might be around. Okay, is this about the meeting tonight? Yeah, what's the deal? Okay, sweet as. Cool, talking to you guys again. Awesome. Hey, look, so there's this cult in town... The Glitter Man, uh, that stuff by the docks, it's all, it all flows back to them. And, uh, well, you can infiltrate them tonight if you want. And, uh, I don't know, I think Janos had some plan to, uh, to affix their, this somewhere and he takes out of a drawer this kind of like uh, half, uh, this hemisphere, this gold-looking hemisphere with sort of clockwork uh, inside of it. And he sort of hands it to him, uh, to uh, Frizo. Actually, Frizo, do you want to actually quickly make, a, just for me, an arcana check? This is just a moderate um, arcana check. So yep, I got 12. Oh, what um, is that? That'll do, that'll do. Excellent. All right, so you recognise... Oh, oh, yeah, to 14. see if Never you can understand what the magical thing is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. This is so a, what is it? This is quite a common magical item, okay? Um, it's just called a whisperer, and the way it works is if the, you wind it up and then for the next two days it records everything that is said in oh. ear, earshot, and then if you retrieve it, you can... Have it play back. Can like I, what Hugh Grant up. used in, uh, to, not important. No, keep going. In the, in the British phone hacking scandal of several years ago when he had that spy pen. Hey, guys. 
Yes, just like Hang that. On, what? what? Like, what? You, we just like we just literally just just like kind of fantasy the tape recorder. Yeah. And your thing for a tape recorder. <laughs> But just something that records sound. Band. You're on a podcast right now. You're on a podcast and oh, you yeah, work like in radio. Yeah, because he... Yeah, you also work in radio. Because he's got a little he's got a little pen in his pocket and it records things. It's Hugh Grant. The so, so he when was you're also in Four Weddings and Are you Hugh Grant confused with James Bond? No. Hugh Grant is an actor. James Bond so is a spy, which is a type of actor. I just want to get to the bottom of this Hugh Grant character. <laughs> <laughs> when you're on television, which you are frequently, uh-huh. and they've recorded your voice to go on television... They say... Do you think Hugh Grant is sitting in the studio with you with a pen in his pocket? That's the only way to record... Yeah. Okay. Frank, it's a very wasteful system they've got at the ABC. <laughs> uh, Dave, can I also roll to comprehend what it is? Absolutely. So, for you, because you are... <laughs> I have failed. All right. <laughs> he hands him a golden pill, which you think makes it easier to listen to things. Mmm. Okay. Oh, Bilge s- think I got this under control. Hey, super Donita. Okay. Hey, Gribbons. Um, what's the plan? Why, why, why are we doing all of this? Okay, look. Janos reckons that if you understand the inner workings of this cold a little bit better, he can bring them down, but before that he needs information. The plan is to just go in there, put the Whisperer in there, get out as soon as you can, and uh, we'll be sweet. I think there's somebody in there too, a person who thinks you murdered people, which actually, in retrospect, I think you might have. When you say we, does that mean you're coming with us, Gribbles? <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's just um, if you... And, and Gribbles actually takes out, because um, he's in an inventory room, takes out two sets of handcuffs and handcuffs his arm and his foot to the desk. <laughs> Can I pick up the desk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a pretty heavy oak desk. It's a heavy oak desk. There's DC 20. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to make Gosh. it much more challenging because Gribbits doesn't weigh very much Wait, because he hasn't been eating. Wait, I've got to roll a perfect 20. Well, no, you add your strength modifier. Uh, yeah, you've got plus four strength. So. 18, 18 plus four, 22. <laughs> yes! Okay. Uh, everybody is silent as um, Gribbets' pathetic gesture to handcuff himself to the desk is made. Without blinking while staring him down, Filge rests both hands on the desk and pulls it out of... It's like secured to the ground, but yeah. snaps the feet of it like twigs and then places the desk on her shoulder, mm. leaving Gribbets a 90-degree angle... No, but then I changed my mind and I, I, I put, I strapped the table to my front so it's like a little baby carrier <laughs> and I rope it around my chest. Do you have some rope? I got uh, some rope. Oh, uh, yeah, rope. I've got, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll borrow that rope. Yep. Thanks. Oh, great. I tie it around and then I give him a little kiss on top of the head. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I am going to make you for the rest of the adventure, as long as you have gribbets in your baby carrier, roll disadvantage to combat and all feats of dexterity, but if you're happy with that, you now have a small goblin lawyer strapped <laughs> to your chest. Congratulations. Also, the benefits of it are uh, goblin shield. <laughs> it, I imagine you look kind of like Krang. <laughs> Sorry. Well, we are it? in the sewers. Yeah. Um, so, Krang is a, from an age in the mid-90s, similar to Hugh Grant's popularity. <laughs> he's, he's a villain in the Ninja Turtle franchise, Dave. We had a conversation to you just before this. What was it? I'm sorry. Okay, let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, let's go. We go see uh, Colt. Okay, as you yeah. make as you make your way, a reluctant Gribbets. Oh, actually, how does Gribbets react to all of yeah. this? Oh, this is great. This is so. Gosh, this is just oh, and on my and on my 21st birthday. <laughs> oh, sorry, me Dilge. We don't we didn't actually know each other. <laughs> oh, good day, Dilge. Nice to meet 
future. This is the best. Hey, hey um, look. this is my baby Gib Gob. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> He's so pleasant. And I give him a little peck on the forehead. I give him hey. a smooch. Oh, I'm getting kissed by a bunch of half orcs today. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Glibbles, I know we are in a rush, but as it is your birthday, would you like this shiny tin whistle? <laughs> Oh, actually, I'd love that. All right, Thank well, you. if you stay with us for the rest of the thing, you can have it. All right. <laughs> what a lucky Gribboblin. <laughs> so, uh, guys, look, it's not really as simple as just walking into the thing. You're going to need robes and you're going to need a password. All right, where do we get these robes and passwords from, Gribbles? Oh, God, maybe I should just do everything for you. Well, you're coming anyway, so... Well, I know that the, the robes made by the artificers, maybe you could go there. Okay. And the password? I don't know the password, you psychopath! <laughs> password, I don't know. Maybe, maybe go find somebody in town who used to be part of this. Just talk to somebody. Were you part of it before? No, they wouldn't let me in. I'd why why flat, not? I have flat feet. <laughs> uh, Gribbons, for that is his name, or is this regardless of what you insist on calling him, um, fills you in a little bit more. So there is, a, there is a cult forming in Waterdeep, and it is a fraternity of many of the guilds that form Waterdeep, both the newest and the oldest, and they are making a play for power in the city. You've already met the House of the Artificers, who are possibly running this cult. Another cult that are providing muscle is Albrecht Rumsfeld's Shipwrights Guild, who you all have also tangled with. So in order to get in, you're going to need to be able to find a way to get into this meeting, which is happening tonight at High Harvest's Eve underneath the House of the Artificers. Now, as Gribbets has... Gribbets, I'm doing it now. Oh, I'm sorry, Gribbets. <laughs> Wait, yeah, it's is totally that, cool. does that mean that Gribbets' birthday is on High Harvest Eve? Yes. Is that awkward? Does he not it's, get High Harvest really Eve presents? <laughs> it's sad because he gets one present for both things. Um, and it's always a tin whistle. <laughs> or never a tin whistle. <laughs> Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. <laughs> no, so he's told you that you're going to need to get robes from the House of the Artificers to, elect to get yourselves in. That convenient? It's just upstairs. <laughs> Sorry? Uh, who's she talking to? <laughs> What are you talking about, Phil? I fall asleep. <laughs> oh, sorry, we've taxed her brain too much. <laughs> and you're also going... Hey, guys, her head's sort of crushing my head. As long as she doesn't uh, roll over and sleep on her stomach, you'll be fine. <laughs> All right, so we go up to the surface. Oh, right. yeah, and before you go, hey, look, like, remember that, remember that medallion that you stole, the amulet? I still have that, yes. Yeah, great, we'll, we'll bring that with us because that'll make the costume better because it's from the cult. All right. Great. I really now have a, have a... You actually don't have it with you, but I I've believe... I've got a medallion. They, you, you didn't cross That's it off then. That's chocolate, because... mate. Oh, right. <laughs> Oops, sorry. Now uh -huh. I have a vested interest in at least Filch surviving, so I guess I'll help out. Let's go. <laughs> Happy birthday <laughs> And nobody joins in. <laughs> so... We can sing oh, at the that's end. Not the it's sad in the public. It's in the public domain, though, so maybe we should all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we make our way to this robe. Uh, these, these robe designers. Okay. Um, if you um, going to try and get your hands on the robes, obviously there's a couple of ways you could do this. You might have your own ideas. The house of the artifice is heavily locked down, protected by glitter men on all entrances. But there are also tailors around yeah, the city. Hey, Frizo, didn't you just go to a 
a costume store and buy a chef's out, a baker's a, outfit? A baker's outfit, You yes. did, that why is true. Why don't we go back there and trade it in for some robes? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of my dream, but all right. No, no, if you think this is more important than my dreams, you're, yeah, you're right. Which dream is it, the terrifying one or the even more terrifying one? The one where I get to be a baker and then everyone I love dies. All right, let's go. Yeah. Okay, you're going to go to, to the, the costume, costume shop. shop. We went to the, like, it was like a, an Outfitters. It was, yeah, it was like an urban, urban fantasy urban, urban, urban Outfitters. outfitters. <laughs> yeah. All right. It was General Pantaloons, I believe. Yes, Absolutely. that's right. Go back to General Pantaloons. I think I remember Steen's character. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so you head back to General Pantaloons, which is, of course, <laughs> a member of the Taylor's Glovers and Mercer's Guild of Waterdeep. And oh, hey, guys. How can I do? How can I help you? Hey, I bought this baker's outfit about a, oh, a couple of days ago. And you're still wearing it, right? There's one that I'm wearing right <laughs> now. Oh, that was like literally yesterday. Yeah, and as you can see, it is not as flattering as I imagined. Uh, okay. And you told me, you specifically told me it was going to be a solution to all of my problems. Mm. So I certainly imagine you said that. Anyway... Uh, do you have anything in a sort of an artifice robe that I could <laughs> trade uh, this in for? It suit every figure. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you guys are after like artifice's robes, like official ones? Yeah. Yeah, or like close, just like a cosplay thing. Oh yeah, I mean we have non-official ones, but like I gotta tell you, you can tell the difference. <laughs> what, you can? Or just like, would a guard be able to tell the difference, do you think? Uh, it really depends on what kind of guard. Like a like a regular guard. So it probably a guard with like non-specific English accent. <laughs> <laughs> probably probably one of two guards, one of which likes his job and another one which doesn't. Well, he sounds like a really uh, rich and rewarding character. <laughs> You'd think uh, that, wouldn't you? <laughs> what what make robes official? Oh well, I mean, you've got the special material, you've got the special crest, you've got the special stitching. But I mean, like, take a look at this. And, and underneath the counter, he pulls out what is unmistakably official robes of the House of Artifice. You, you recognise the plush velvet um, of the robes, you see the fine stitching, you see the unmistakable, Im- almost impossible to forge, double cog sigil that is the icon of the house. It's beautiful. Yeah, and it's uh, mine. And then he closes the box like in Pretty Woman. <laughs> I pull my hand back. <laughs> Gribbles, scribbles. Oh, yeah, hi. <laughs> wait, look, we Sorry, w- is that like a Krang thing? I, I, I need, wait, look, we need your help. Do you want this tin whistle or not? Uh, you know what? I, <laughs> not, that, not that badly. Yeah, not that badly. <laughs> okay, just you, use your legal speak and, t- and tell, the, tell the general pantaloons person that we need to commandeer this robe for, like, police purposes. Um, hi, Heather. Um, <laughs> are, you, are you familiar with Waterdeep consumer law? <laughs> uh, very, yes. Uh, Gribbets takes a small, very tired and dog-eared copy of the Waterdeep Consumer Practices Act that he sort right. of has secured inside his jerkin. Well, I've got to tell you that uh, the customer isn't satisfied with the clothing you've given him and you may have misrepresented to him the quality help me get me out of here <laughs> the quality and the police I will give you anything if you get me out of here I don't, that doesn't sound like the law um, and you could be in a lot of trouble if you don't if I may step in <laughs> <laughs> do you grab the, you grab the, grab the textbook yeah me 
understanding of consumer law is anything in shop is for sale. I mean, I may not be big city lawyer, <laughs> but me, Dilge, certainly am. Hello. Uh, hi. Okay, well, yeah, okay. We no. take rope. Okay, well, you have got me there according to consumer law. Uh, it has to be for sale. So let me just, and he takes out like a, a, a kind of a steampunk pricing gun. <laughs> and he's like, ka-chink. And he's like, yeah, that's like a thousand gold pieces. <laughs> May also believe that a uh, product for sale uh, is, is this right, brother? Mm. Uh, must be at marked price of what is displayed. Yes. Me brother work magic shop. Yeah. And if there was zero price on box, it mean robe cost zero dollar. <laughs> that, that, is, that, is, that is definitely filled logic and I love it. So this is what I'm going to do for you. All right, we're going to call this a moderate check. So we'll call this DC 12 maybe. And I'm going to give you advantage because you're backed up by your big brother and because that was just kind of lovely. And you have to make a performance judicial practices check, which is going to be... I've got no bonuses for so that. So you just need to roll two dice. And I've got no charisma. Roll two dice, and one of them has to be higher than 12. And know that if you tried to scare him, you would have... Oh, a... one of them got a 7 and a 13. That will do it. Advantage. Congratulations. Yes. Yes. Uh, oh, uh, wow. Okay, yeah. Um... Well, this is going to ruin my life. Um, this isn't mine. We don't have time for your story. Give us the roads. This is my boss's, which is my father's, uh, who asked me to mine it for him just for like two hours. So, wow. Hey, um. Yeah. What's your dad's name? Uh, Clive. Clive who? <laughs> yeah, Clive who? Clive who? Okay. Yeah, Clive well, who? we'll be sure to um. Drop it back to him when we're done with it. Oh. Clive who? Bobby makes a mental note. <laughs> okay, and then like in a daze, he just sort of hands you the box. I snatch it up and I say, big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> big. Huge. And then we all walk out of the shop. Okay, congratulations. Inside you discover... Um, no, I can only hope that Clive who is a very, very tall man which will allow all of us to stand on each other's shoulders. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, you're correct. There is a, no, I mean, you're, you're correct in the problem. There oh, is right. one robe inside. It is a humanoid-sized robe. It would easily fit Friezo. Oh, it would make Bobby look, frankly, ridiculous. And it would be insulting to ask Filge or Dilge to wear it, let alone Dilge on Filge's shoulders, as Dilge is already seeming to physically indicate. Um, there is one robe... And Grimmitz is strapped to her front. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, do you sell anything in, like, a half-walk with a goblin and a table strapped to her size? <laughs> oh, just more unrealistic standards of beauty that aren't <laughs> accepting like, to the modern half-walk yeah. with a goblin strapped to her. Phil just just getting ready in a um, cosplay from a running man costume that she's working on. No one gets your reference. No, no one gets my <laughs> reference. <laughs> and you had a go at me for spy pen and crank. If right anybody... If anybody, we have people that listen, we have a few people that listen to this in America, we have a few people that listen to this in Europe. If anybody gets my reference, can you just mail in, let me know. Because yes, I just please want... use mail, regular <laughs> snail mail. I, in fact, I, Dave Harmon, will now Harman. give out my street address. Care, care of Giant Dwarf Theatre, 
Uh, Cleveland Street. 199 Cleveland Street. Send us some mail. Yeah, send us some fan mail. Yeah, sure. 199 Street, Redfern. Oh, New South Wales, Australia. All right, so I guess that the ball has been passed to charismatic Frieza to break into this temple with these humanoid robes. That is, that is definitely a possibility. Uh, that does mean that you're going to be going in completely without backup, com- you know, without support. Maybe, Maybe we should go back into the store and get the fake ones and then Frizo can vanguard it and we'll just, like, blend in behind him. Mm. I'm, well, I'm for that. Okay, so you walk back into the store you just kind of made a big display of walking out of? Yeah. <laughs> I walk in, I'm like, still big mistake! <laughs> hey, who? As you Guess walk, what? As you walk in, you realise that he's not paying attention to the door because he, the clerk seems to be being browbeaten by a middle-aged man. He's <laughs> like, what, what, what were you thinking? What you, didn't you know that if you don't put a price on something, it's free? He's like, I didn't know, Dad. I'm really sorry. I just feel bad. And, and oh, look, they're back. They both turn to look at you. It does. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Are we, are we interrupting something? Um, hey guys, not at all. And then Gribbit says something. He's like, hey, can I just have a real quick huddle with you guys for just two seconds? Okay. Yeah, sure. What? Okay. Hey guys, um, has it occurred to you that if this guy's father has robes, then this guy is probably in the cult <laughs> and probably doesn't want to see you buying the robes so you can sneak in? <laughs> I roll for initiative! <laughs> <laughs> it's clobber in time. <laughs> Serious? Uh, I guess we have to kill him now, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, the only way to defend someone is kill him in front of their son, you sociopath. <laughs> well, what, you want to create another Batman? Don't worry, look, we know. <laughs> look, I have, I, have, I have the rules for commoners here, if you, if you want to do that. All right, well, he, he, he's, here, here's, here's the problem that you have right now, and you can decide how you're going to outline it, right? He's like, yeah, Dad, it was those guys. And he's like, oh, yeah, hi, Clive who here? Um, Sorry, who? Oh, it's very amusing. Um, <laughs> hey, look. Um, Excuse me, are you on first? <laughs> oh. oh, they get that. They get that. <laughs> oh, gosh, you know, that's just every, every bloody time. That gets me right in the old funny boat, and it's here. And then he points to his dick. <laughs> right. Now, me no big city doctor. <laughs> Um, my priceless robe being gone, notwithstanding, I'm a little bit curious uh, as to why you're trying to acquire a robe uh, to a, uh, hitherto I understood, secret society. I told you we're in too deep. We're in too deep. <laughs> no, 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 I'll handle this. As his son's like, hey, maybe we should just, um... Yeah. So? Why is everyone looking at Bobby? <laughs> Look, what, all right, what, I guess I'm going to make this happen. No, 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 no. <laughs> There's too much blood been spilled. Uh, me and sister am part of roving band street performer mm. looking to make satirical work on Waterdeep government. Pr- very pro-cult. <laughs> need or- we need authentic robes for full experience to clothe the hero of the piece, a handsome cult member called Clive? Where? (laughs) (laughs) This 
check? That's or? a bluff check that is being done by Dilge. Oh no! Uh, oh no! 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 So it's uh, deception, charisma based. Cool. Can I cast the spell Friends on him? It's uh, a cantrip. Oh yeah. Tell me, does it, um is what's the casting time? Uh, concentration up to uh casting time one action. Okay. Yeah. Um. So as you say that, you also. Wave your hands, and I think that's... To bring the rich world of my theatre to life. Absolutely. What's the say for that? Uh, there is none. You cannot, you cannot save but be friends with you if you do that. Yep. That's how it works, man. Networking rules. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay, so you um, whisper some... Un- what sounds a lot like gibberish, but you are, insist is actual magic, and... Um, yeah, great. So you've now th- this gives you advantage on charisma checks. So you can roll now two dice and pick the highest one. Because now, Clive, who is your friend? Cool. What's the, D- what's the saving? Um, what, what, what's DC to beat? Look, the DC for that is hard because that is a lot of bullshit. Well, that's bad because I'm at a one, minus one. <laughs> but you got advantage. Yeah. So that is DC um, twenty. So you just roll a natural twenty. You know what's funny? I still don't know what DC means. <laughs> and you never will. Eighteen and seven. <laughs> All right, that's it. Looks like Frieza's gonna solve this for everyone once again. All right, Frieza, um, you got surprised. So, what's your first action? Uh, my, my, I'm gonna, I'm witch bolting this. No, 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 no. You, you want win? me to kill the father or the son first? That's just the choice you get to make. Oh. That's the choice you get to make. Just We're having this conversation knock in the out. world, right? Like oh, this yeah. is something yeah, yeah. that Frieza is screaming. <laughs> And we're all holding him back. And then I come forward and try to pitch a street theatre. And then Frieza's like, who wants to die? All right, you... Did he just say, did he just say the father of the son first? Is that what he shouted? Yes, casting am very difficult. Not sure who to build production around. <laughs> Six seconds, Frieza, what do you do? I, look, I, let's do it. Let's just do it. Okay, I... Then we can take all the ropes we need. It's your action, Frieza. All right, you, I crossing? roll a 17, so that probably hits. That will that will hit that will hit. Yeah, I'm casting a a witch ball. Give me the spell book. Give me the spell book. (laughs) And this is also all happening. (laughs) (laughs) Give me the spell book. (laughs) We don't give him the spell book. (laughs) There's a reason we have the spell book. (laughs) All right, and then I do one d12 of damage. Should I try and knock Uh, him out? Yeah, knock him out. All right, I'm gonna. I've had enough. (laughs) I've seen enough, and I don't want my poor son Gib Gob to see any more. <laughs> Alright, I, I, have... I will let you have a surprise round also on Frizo, and these both will happen simultaneously. No, you mean knock out these guys, not knock me out. No, I want to knock you no, out. Come on, I'm redirecting this witch dog. Okay, you, you, have, you have disadvantage because you have a goblin strapped to your chest, so roll two dice, and two. lowest number. This one? armor class is 14. And I got... 18. 18 and 8. All right, you swing and miss, and Frizo. Hoover's in the head instead. <laughs> <laughs> Who goes out cold? Yeah. So okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and you do, is it D10, I believe, was it? He fastest uh, no, I, did, I did 1D12, which was 6 plus, uh, plus 5 to hit, so 11 damage. No, plus 5, really? Oh, plus 5 to hit? No, is that. Yeah, that's that was to hit. hit. Oh, that's to hit. Yeah. How do oh, you not right. know this off by heart <laughs> by now? <laughs> one oh, one tw- worth of damage. All so right. you did six damage? Uh, yes, I did six okay, damage. Okay, congratulations. Did you hit the father or the son? Uh, I Don't make us choose. Don't make I us choose. Sophie's witch bolt choice. <laughs> I will hit the father. The because fa- the, because the, the real tragedy is when a parent has to watch their son. <laughs> <laughs> Work at General Pantaloons. Yes. All right, commoners have four hit points, so Clive, who is dead. Um, <laughs> and his son sees his flesh melt and pull on the ground. <laughs> Uh, 
Good news is um, all this is yours now. Uh, You've always wanted to have your own shop, right? I've never wanted to have my own. Oh my god. Oh really? You don't want the shop? Cause can we have it then? What? No. Just the robes. Can we just have the robes? And then he just vomits everywhere. As he's incapacitated, I grab a length of rope and I just bind him and just tie him. Okay. Please not cry too loud. Um, it wake grib grub baby. <laughs> He is, he, is, he, is, he is shaking, vomiting, and oh, tears no. are pouring down his face, so he doesn't put up much of a fight, and you tie him I'm to the s- bench. I am so sorry. Frizo. you are going to... I just saved this party from having to deal with that guy's talking. You just saved us from having to pay for we robes. Are, we are going to have a very serious talk about this once we're no longer in terrible danger. So inside General Pantaloons, while you're trussing um, up the sun... Um, you see that there's the robe still there. I mean, you still have the robe, but then there are also the kind of slight knockoff imitation robes. Oh, I have a question. What was Clive wearing? Was he wearing one of the robes? No, he was wearing chinos. The, he was wearing Whatever it was, it's burnt up now, so... <laughs> he was wearing fantasy chinos. Right. <laughs> and, and, and the tabard of the Guild of Mercers. All the, all the guilds in Waterdeep Did I... Was it a... I know this is... I don't mean to be too grisly, but was it a headshot or did I hit the clothes? Um, yeah, you can get it, but there's molten flesh and it smells of molten flesh. Right. You also, wear that one. All right. No, also, I've got the good one. The good one fits me. You okay. guys can pick we, around. We the grab strap. all of them. We put them into uh, your bag of uh, the bag of holding, and we empty the re- cash register <laughs> because in for a penny, in for a pound, <laughs> we make this look like robbery. We all yeah. get out of this alive. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, Phil, can you can you clock um, that crying boy on the head, please? I'll put him out of his misery. Not to <laughs> death, just knock him out. <laughs> but, but that said, no, 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 that said, I think she does need to do a dexterity check, yeah. to see if she accidentally kills him. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you going to try right. and knock him out? Um, or Dilge, either or. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe knock him out enough so he doesn't remember. Yeah. Mm. Okay, cool. That is that's a tricky thing to do. Um, we'll call that not that tricky. We'll call it easy. So DC ten. So you've just got to roll and beat 10 on your dexterity. She's got disadvantage because she's strength. got a table strap. You have disadvantage because you have a goblin lawyer strapped to your chest. All right. I take a swing and I say, I told you it was big mistake. <laughs> I got a... You got a 17. You, I got, got, a s- you got a 19. You nailed it. Yeah, yeah 19. You clock him oh. and he falls into a merciful sleep and <sighs> dreams a dream where his father is not dead. <laughs> Me like men in black. <laughs> <laughs> the dragon friends still have to find the password to get into the cultist meeting, which we'll see if they can manage to do after interval. Would you please put your hands together for your DM, your bard, and our players? Dragon Friends is DM by David Harmon with NPCs played by me, Ben Jenkins. The cast is Alex Lee, Simon Greiner and Michael Hing. Our bard is Benny Davis. Our special guest this week was Tom Walker. Thanks so much for listening. Our story's is just beginning, our adventure never ends. The saga of the heroes that they call the Dragon Friends. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.